Welcome back to Mike's Divided. I'm Zach Burhans. I hope you guys are having a wonderful beginning to your Thanksgiving festivities. If you are on the road, please drive safe. And if you are already at your destination where you will be devouring into the wonderful Thanksgiving meals, enjoy yourself, enjoy your family, and let's get on into this action. We have some NFL action today. Coming up at 1230 on Fox, the winless Detroit Lions will host the Chicago Bears. One of two things is going to happen. Either the Lions win their first game of the season, or head coach of the Chicago Bears, Matt Nagy, hangs up the hat with one more win for Chicago. The news broke earlier this week that this will be his final game as the Chicago Bears' head coach. The Bears right now are 3-7 and seven and 1-4 and on the road. This game is in Ford Field in Detroit, Michigan. It's a 12-30 kick, and I have the Detroit Lions winning their first game of the season. Now we go on to 4:30. We got them boys, the Dallas Cowboys. They welcome the Las Vegas Raiders to AT&T Stadium. 4:30 kickoff on CBS. The 7-3 Cowboys, they're 4 and 1 at home. Then you have the Las Vegas Raiders who kind of in a pickle right now where if you don't know anything about football, they <laughs> they are they are the team that has been in the news recently. We will not get into that, but they are five and five on the year, two and two on the road. The Dallas Cowboys are one and two against teams in the AFC West as they lost to the Kansas City Chiefs and the Denver Broncos. I have the Cowboys winning this game. I think Ezekiel Elliott, big man Zeke, he's going to be fed. He's got 695 yards on the ground this season with seven touchdowns. CD Lamb is having a stellar year: 50 catches for 740 yards, six touchdowns. And then there's Dat Prescott, who I am so happy he's healthy because it's so sad seeing an elite quarterback go down and having to miss the rest of the year. He's back. He's doing all right. He just needs everything else to piece together, and this Dallas Cowboys team is really good when they are healthy. I have the Dallas Cowboys winning. Right now the spread is Dallas by 7.5. These are spreads on ESPN. Now the Cowboys winning. Then at prime time, the Buffalo Bills visit the New Orleans Saints in the Superdome. The Bills are no longer the top team, not even in the AFC, but they're not the top team in the AFC East. Sorry, Cam. I'm sorry you can't be here to defend your Bills. And trust me, I do not want to say this, but the New England Patriots are the top team in the east yet again they are seven and four while the bills after having an embarrassing game against the indianapolis Colts, don't get me wrong jonathan taylor is elite but you just couldn't stop him sunday it wasn't pretty but i do think the bills bounce back this week at prime time 8 20 on nbc the buffalo bills beat the new orleans saints i think josh allen pops off i think he gets to the 3,000 passing yards mark. He's at 2,811 right now. Devin Singletary only needs 85 yards to clutch out 500 yards on the ground. And Stefan Diggs is having himself a year. He is 227 yards away from reaching 1,000 yards on the season, which obviously I don't think he's going to get this week. But that should be a stat and a milestone that he reaches next week. He has 60 catches for 773 yards and 6 touchdowns on the year. I have the Buffalo Bills winning that game. And now let's get into the Sunday slate. Coming up at 1 o'clock, you have the Carolina Panthers visiting the Miami Dolphins. The Dolphins are 4-7 and seven on the year, 2-3 and three at home. The Panthers are 5-6 and six in the year as Cam is back. They're 3-2 and two on the road. And it's Carolina by 2. I'm going to go with the Panthers. 
I think Cam Newton and DJ Moore are finding their connection. They added Robbie Anderson. And, of course, Christian McCaffrey. Panthers win on the road. The Cincinnati Bengals and the Pittsburgh Steelers, a little AFC North action coming up on CBS at 1 o'clock. This game is in Cincinnati. Joe Burrow, Joe Mixon, Jamar Chase, the big J's. As the Steelers used to know, known for the three B's back when they had Ben Roethlisberger, Le'Veon Bell, and Antonio Brown. Those three are no longer the big three, but the Cincinnati Bengals have the big J's. Joe. Joe. Jamar. Bengals win by at least a touchdown. And then this game. This game is very, very interesting for me. I think this is the game to watch. The Indianapolis Colts. They're 6-5, and 3-3 three and three on the year. They're in second place in the AFC South. They host the reigning, defending Super Bowl champions in the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Tom Brady has 3,177 yards on the year. He will reach 30 touchdowns. In this game, he's at 29 right now. But who's going to stop Jonathan Taylor? He's got 1,122 yards on the season on 193 carries, 13 touchdowns, and it's Tampa Bay by three. This is a game I don't understand. I get it. Tom Brady's there. Rob Gronkowski's healthy. Chris Godwin's fantastic. But I don't think they can stop Jonathan Taylor. The Cowboys almost beat the Buccaneers week one, and Zeke was feasting. Are we calling this an upset? I'm going to call it an upset because it is the spread. Tampa Bay by three. Colts win at home. Patriots host the Tennessee Titans. This team is a battle between the top two teams in the AFC. The New England Patriots are 7-4. and four. Tennessee Titans are 8-3. and three. I don't think it's going to be a good game. I really don't. I think the Patriots run away with it. The Titans just, they can't find their form. They, they lose to the bad teams. And they struggle to beat the good teams. They lost to the Texans last week, 22-13, in a shocking game. That was the Texans' second win of the season. And that was a divisional game. But it was in Tennessee. This game's in New England. It's the Patriots by seven. Take New England every single day of the week. And uh, the other one o'clock games this Sunday. The Giants and the Eagles. Eagles win that one by a blowout. It's, It's generously... Philadelphia by three and a half. Eagles win by double digits. And then, whoo, big game. Big, 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 big game. Jaguars, Falcons, CBS, and Jacksonville. You got to go, oh, this one's tough. Do we go with Matt Ryan and Kyle Pitts? Or do we go James Robinson and the Jaguars? This game's at home. It's Atlanta by two. But I think this is a game Jacksonville wins. I'm picking Jacksonville. And this makes the next game even harder. It's the Texans and the Jets. At Energy Stadium in Houston. Tyrod Taylor, baby. They just beat the Titans. They're now at home. And they're playing the Jets. The Jets are 0-5 on the road. 2-8 on the year. One of the two wins for the Texans is at home. Let's do it. Houston. Now we dip into the 4 o'clock, 4.25 slate. Coming up, 4.05. The Denver Broncos and the Los Angeles Chargers. Mile high. And Denver's got some receivers. I'm going to say this as unbiasedly as I can. Denver is very effective on offense. They just need quarterback. They have Javante Williams. They have Melvin Gordon. They just signed contracts to Cortland Sutton and Tim Patrick. They also have Noah Fant and the Big O. 
But then you got the Los Angeles Chargers with one of the best quarterbacks, in my opinion, best young quarterback in the whole NFL in Justin Herbert. Herbert's having himself a season. He's got just under 3,000 yards coming in at 2,927 with 22 touchdowns. Then you tack on Austin Eckler with 573 rushing yards with 7 touchdowns. And Keenan Allen, shockingly, only 2 touchdowns, but has 74 catch for 810 yards. And the spread is Los Angeles by 2.5. Oh, I think the Chargers win. I'm going to have to pick the Chargers. Chargers win that game in Denver. And now for the rest of the 4 o'clock slate. Packers undefeated at home. This is a huge game. Packers and the Rams. It's Los Angeles by 1. It's at Lambeau Field. It's a 425 game. Stafford has 3,014 yards on the year, 24 touchdowns. But he's he's not acting like his elite self. He's not playing like his elite self right now. And if there's going to be a game the Rams need to win, it's this game. The Packers just lost to the Vikings. Aaron Rodgers is not 100%. And I don't think anybody can keep up with Cooper Cup on that Packers defense. So for those reasons, I am picking Los Angeles to win on the road. And there's one final game at 425. It is the Minnesota Vikings. Speaking of the Vikings, they are visiting the San Francisco 49ers. And the Vikings win this game. The 49ers are 1-4 at home. The Vikings are coming off a win against their rival in the Green Bay Packers. Kirk Cousins has 21 touchdowns on the year. Dalvin Cook is just under 800 rushing yards. But who's going to stop Debo Samuel? Because hear me out. Debo needs 6 yards to reach 1,000 on the year. But he also had more rushing yards than the Jacksonville Jaguars last week. That's an incredible stat. So, for those reasons, I'm picking the Minnesota Vikings. And then coming up at primetime, big game in the AFC North on Sunday night football from NBC. They'll be at the MNT Bank Stadium in Baltimore, Maryland. The Ravens host the Browns. Ravens win that one. It's gonna be. I think it's gonna be a high-scoring game. I think Nick Chubb carries Cleveland, but not quite enough to stop Lamar Jackson, Hollywood Brown, and company. And the Ravens win. Then you got Monday Night Football. We had the Seattle Seahawks and the Washington Football Team. Never in my time did I think I'd ever read this out. The spread is Washington by one, which is really. The Seahawks by two, if you're looking at the Vegas line stuff, because the team at home automatically gets three points pushed their way. And it's Washington by one in Washington at FedEx Field. But it's still the spread. And they do have a better record. Washington is four and six. The Seattle Seahawks, three and seven. And I think this is a game, Seattle gets back in their form. I think Russell Wilson finds his groove. I think Tyler Lockett and DK Metcalf find their groove. And the Seahawks win that game. There are two teams that have a bye week this week. That's the Kansas City Chiefs and the Arizona Cardinals. And now let's welcome in our guest, Caleb Bauer. He's our betting guy. He knows what he's talking about. He has to be on the show and we welcome on the show. Caleb, floor is all yours. Thanks, Zach. Happy Thanksgiving to you. And happy Thanksgiving to everyone listening. I uh, hope we have a good three games here today on this Thanksgiving Thursday. Uh, let's start with the first one here. We've got the Bears and the Lions kicking off around 1230. And uh, what should be a pretty ugly game, to be completely honest. But but 
could be entertaining. Uh, two backup quarterbacks going at it, and Detroit it will be looking for their first win of the season. However, I'm not backing Detroit here. As tempting as it is, I kind of like them to win this game. Uh, with all the rumors of Coach Nagy uh, being fired by the Bears, I do like the Lions here. But instead, the better play is to play the under of the total score of 42 points. The reason being, like I said, it's going to be an ugly game. We all know that. So you might as well just take the under. The under is 7-1 and one in the last eight Lions games. Uh, that's all thanks to the Lions defense playing a little bit better as of late. Uh, so the best way to, to go about this game is really just not, not bet this game at all, to be completely honest. But if you want some action to start the day, take the under. Uh, it's at 41 right now. I'm seeing consensus uh, bets out here at 41. It's been bet down to 41. I would go ahead and buy it up to 42. Uh, price of minus 120 instead of minus 110. But that's a key football number, so I'm all about doing that. Uh, but moving right along here. Uh, Dallas and Vegas will kick off around 4.30. Um, what should have been a great game maybe a month ago when the Raiders were uh, leading the AFC West and before Dallas lost a couple games. Uh, but still, nonetheless, should be a good game uh, otherwise. So Dallas is uh, laying 7.5 in this game. They are at home. Uh, it's been I've seen it all go all the way up to 8, uh, but it's been bet back down to 7.5. Not not quite down to seven, uh, so I'd like Dallas here in this spot. I'm going to take them at seven. Once again, buying a point, buying half a point. Uh, so if they win by a touchdown, exactly that pushes. Instead of, of winning, it'll be a tie. But So you could also buy it down to six and a half. But the real play here is to tease it, uh, Dallas, down to a pick em or to uh, to cover a point. Uh, I'm, I'm going to pair them up with, with New England, so you could do a money line parlay also. I like New England a lot on Sunday, but taking those two together, uh, it's not a bad idea. Uh, the under is also a play here in this game. Thursday unders with a total opening at 53 or more are 14 and four since 2003. That's a stat I pulled pulled out, and uh, the, this total opened at 54, so it's been bet all the way down to 51. I still like it under. I would uh, once again uh, buy a point uh, up to 52 since that is a key football number. And uh, I like the under here uh, just simply because I know Dallas can score points in bunches, uh, but they will be without Amari Cooper and potentially be without C.D. Lamb. So I see a lot of run game here with Dallas. Uh, if they want to win, they, they should utilize a run game with Zeke Elliott and, and Tony Pollard, uh, two great running backs. So that's going to chew up a lot of clock. And then for the Vegas side, they've struggled to score points. You know, they haven't scored three touchdowns in the last three weeks. So another play that you could do is is Vegas, their uh, total team point under over is 21 points. So maybe play them under, but I don't like this, this game quite as much uh, total-wise because it, there's potential for uh, for some garbage time points that, uh, that I'm not a big fan of. So maybe a first-half play there. But I do like Dallas to win this game, simply just to win this game. So that's why I'm taking them on a, on a parlay with the New England Patriots. And the last game of the night is the... Buffalo Bills going to New Orleans, and New Orleans played at home on Thanksgiving last year, or they're supposed to anyways, and uh, so I kind of am a little wary of taking the Bills here because I kind of like uh, New Orleans at home. I think this crowd's going to be really into it and kind of kind of some weird vibes going on there um, in New Orleans. So just get key stat here, uh, Thanksgiving night games. Go under. Uh, they are ten and four. The under is ten and four in Thanksgiving night games. 
and this number is set at 45, 45 and a half. So you might have to buy another point here if you want to take the under. Um, but Saints especially could struggle to score here without Jameis Winston, of course. It's going to be Trevor Simeon. And there's a lot of question marks on the offensive side of the ball for New Orleans. Is Kamara going to play? Is uh, Ingram going to play? So that game isn't until 8.30 Eastern. So if you really want to make a play on this game, definitely wait until closer to kickoff to get all the injury news that you might need. So that's everything for Thanksgiving. Uh, pretty good slate of football. Not the best, not the worst, but we'll take it nonetheless. So moving along to Sunday, I am admittedly a Carolina Panthers fan. So I will be taking the Panthers like I always do. Uh, this line was a pick em. It was minus one, but some really sharp action has come in on the Panthers to move this line to minus two. They will be in Miami. And I like this spot for the Panthers just because they really, really need to win. I mean, they should have won the past couple games, but this Miami team isn't hitting on a whole lot. Uh, they did upset the Ravens on Thursday night football, uh, but their uh, formula for success was pretty simple. They just outright zero blitz Lamar Jackson. And I believe this Panthers uh, coaching staff should should know that going into this game. And Cam Newton should be able to handle the pressure as long as these receivers can get open, which I do believe in Robbie Anderson and DJ Moore to, to get open down the field. So take the Panthers here in a close game at a minus two. And so the next games, we got, uh, we'll, get, we'll go through the, the bad games first. Uh, Atlanta and Jacksonville. Uh, Jacksonville has become an under team. They are covering a lot of unders. Uh, so that game is Atlanta favored by two points. I don't really have a feel for that game. I, I, I would suggest not to bet on it. Same with the Jets and Houston. Uh, not a lot of action will be on either game. So probably stay away from those. Uh, Philly and New York, yeah, that's uh, the e NFC East robbery game. Uh, the Eagles are laying three and a half points against the Giants at home. And I want to say that everyone's kind of really you know, riding on this Eagles team. They, they have been playing well. But this is just the, the time to, to, to just jump off the bandwagon. I think this Giants team is, is scrappy and has, has enough firepower to compete with the Eagles. Three and a half is too many points here in this close. I think it's going to be a really close game. So I would lean to, to take three and a half with the Giants. Moving right along, we've got Tampa Bay going to Indianapolis. And that game was two and a half. Uh, but now the Buccaneers are favored by three. And I would take the Colts. I mean, we've seen Tampa Bay play extremely well at home. But this game will be away from Tampa Bay. But at the same time, you know, Tom Brady has kind of flipped a switch with that press conference after that loss to Washington. And he basically said they're not going to lose again, you know. And I, I have to believe him here, but... Once again, three points might be a little bit too much. I think this will be probably be a pretty close game. I, I see the Colts uh, being a really good team and a playoff team, so I think they'll be fighting for their lives here. Probably another stay away, to be completely honest. Up next in the AFC, the Steelers will take on the Bengals, and that spread is Bengals to win by four and a half, which, if you ask me, is a little high uh, because you don't really know what kind of Bengals team you're going to get. I was pretty impressed with how the Steelers hung in there against the Chargers on Sunday Night Football. Uh, the Chargers did end up winning that game, but it wasn't easy. The Steelers are always a scrappy underdog team, especially under Mike Tomlin. He has an incredible record as an underdog, so just keep that in mind. I do not trust the Bengals at all. I think they're a little fugazi. Uh, they have some, some good weapons and a great quarterback for the future, but as of right now, I'm not backing this Bengals team. Now, so that's all the games for the 1 o'clock slate. Uh, the Chargers and Broncos will uh, take kickoff in Denver uh, on Sunday. 
the the Chargers are favored by two and a half points. And to be honest, I'm kind of surprised it hasn't already moved up to three. Uh, a lot of money has come in on the Chargers. This is a, a tough game, you know, divisional game, divisional rivalry game. And uh, but I have to admit, I'm pretty high on the Chargers this year. They are my Super Bowl pick. Uh, with Justin Herbert under center. The Chargers need to win this game, you know, to stay alive in, in the AFC West. I mean, the Broncos do too. They're five and five, but. I don't know. I just don't see them matching up too well with the Chargers. The Chargers have maybe the best offense in the league. And I know I know Zach is a huge Broncos fan, so maybe I just won't bet on it just because of that. So, But if I had to, I would pick the Chargers in that game. Uh, next up is the Vikings and the 49ers, uh, two 5-5 five five teams squaring off against each other. And the 49ers are favored by three and a half points, which is troubling because under Kyle Shanahan, uh, the Niners have not been a great – uh, favorite team so if you want to get involved I would probably take the Vikings here because you get a hook on that field goal so three and a half points is all you need to cover the Vikings always play in tough games they're always in the, the last minute uh, of every single game so just knowing that <clears throat> I think you have to take the Vikings here uh, just because you know what's going to happen it's going to be a close game they're going to either blow the lead or they're going to come back and make it a close game so with both teams being super desperate to stay alive in the playoff picture Probably a, a very close game. Take the Vikings, maybe tease them up uh, through the touchdown. You know, you can get, instead of it being three and a half, you can get them to only have to cover, uh, you know, nine points. So just lose by a touchdown if you pair them with another team. So that's, that's a good teaser option there for you. Uh, so the primetime game, though, uh, is definitely the, the Rams and the Packers, the last game of the four o'clock window. Uh, the Rams were, uh, it was a pick them. And now it's it's Rams by one and a half in Lambeau Field. This is another stay away game for me. I mean, this is going to be a great, great, great game. Uh, the Rams are coming off a bye, given uh, their new acquisition in Odell Beckham Jr. some time to to get ready and know the offense. But man, I, I can't I can't pick against this Packers team at home, uh, especially after a loss, a close game to the Vikings. Should be a great game. Just uh, sit back, make some popcorn, and just. Just watch this game as a fan. If uh, just uh, just so that way you don't have to sweat anything out. Uh, the last two games, the Sunday night game and the Monday night game, Sunday night football will be the Ravens and the Browns in Baltimore. Uh, very good game. Should be a very good game. Uh, Baker Mayfield versus Lamar Jackson. You know, same draft class and play each other twice a year. The Ravens are favored by three and a half points. Uh, don't have a huge feel for this game. I've been burnt back in the Ravens time and time again. I have a it's my guilty pleasure. I like Lamar Jackson. I think they're a good team, but they always underperform. I swear they always underperform. Now this could be the spot where they actually play good Sunday night football in Baltimore. Should be a good crowd. Uh, Lamar Jackson needs to have a good game. If they lose this game, I really don't like their chances for the rest of the year. Um, they kind of have to really seal the deal here because that division, you know, the Steelers not, you know, having one of their worst years probably ever. And the Bengals playing so up and down, up and down. This is a perfect spot for the Ravens to take advantage of that and to steal this game and, and get a lead in this division. But we'll see just because they're supposed to, or because it looks like they, they might doesn't mean they will. So probably another stay away game. If the Ravens fall early, which they usually always do, uh, this could be a good uh, live betting opportunity, which is a good good idea if you if you like a if you like a team to win, but the the number isn't good for you or 
you're doing a great number. Just wait for for the action to take place and you can get a good, a better number or a good money line uh, for for a live opportunity. So we'll see about that. Uh, Monday night is a not a great game, but we'll take it. It's uh, Seattle at Washington, and of course Washington winning over my Carolina Panthers last week. Uh, Seattle is looking just terrible, absolutely dreadful. Uh, they're three and seven. Their uh, playoff hopes are are pretty slim now at this point. Uh, but you have to think this is another kitchen sink game for them. They're going to throw everything they have at this Washington team. Uh, Russell Wilson, his finger injury looks a little bit better, or at least you would think it, it has to be by now. Uh, but, man, just another stay-away game. I mean, th- that game is just not going to be much you know, much for entertaining. Uh, I don't have a feel for that at all. So I recommend not betting on that game at all whatsoever. Uh, but those are all my picks. And uh, – Thanks, thanks so much, Burhans. I uh, hope to see you soon, man, and and uh, back to you. All righty, Caleb. Thank you so much for being on the show. Have a wonderful Thanksgiving. And to all of you still out there listening to this episode of Mike's Divided, stay safe, stay hungry, and we will catch you guys on the next broadcast. Thank you so much. Have a great evening.